0: For all of the technological advancements that we've made during this week's episode, the one that we forgot to do was positioning the chairs. <laughs> hey,
1: mine looked really good. My <laughs> angle go. for all of our Instagram people, y'all are
0: great. So we're going to have, yeah, two different camera angles today. We've got uh, Instagram happening over yonder. Hello. Hands. And then we got Facebook happening here. Hello. Hello, all. And then that's... Uh, I believe that's it. Uh, uh, well, and, you know, the eyes of, of Texas are upon us. Yes. <laughs> all the time. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the show. This is Drinking on a Blanket. We are the Funky Picnic Podcast. My name is Harper.
1: I'm Colin. And Amanda.
0: And we are here to talk to you about, oh, just what's happening here at Funky Picnic. You know, how, how our lives have been. Uh, you know, how, how do we feel? about today's political climate (laughs) you know stuff like that exactly (laughs) that's not a hot topic take a hard left turn immediately yeah right out of the gate seems safe it seems incredibly safe so what i'm going to do here is i'm going to start a stopwatch that's been running since the very last time we did this and uh and there we go so uh, like we mentioned, we are now on two different platforms. We're on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live. So this is a lot more fun if you interact with us. Uh, if you're happening to, to be tuning in um, and you got a question for us, uh, please chime on in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we will do our best to see those as they come in and you know talk with you uh, for about you know the next hour. If you aren't watching this live, that means you're probably listening to it post post today. Uh, that's because we record every single one of these uh, into an audio file and then post that to our website, funkypicnicbrewery.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast audio feed, Drinking on a Blanket. And there you go. So that's us. That's what's happening. Amanda, how was your week?
1: It was pretty great. It was. Pre- it's finally cold, y'all. <laughs> And hats and coats, and <laughs> I could not be happier about the whole situation. So, you know, it's finally it's finally here. Although, probably like in a week, it's gonna be boiling again, and I'm prepared for that. But I realized on the way over because it's like 42 degrees right now, I realized on the way over four degrees lower, and it could snow. Oh
0: my and God, it's October, yep,
3: yeah.
1: it can snow at 38 degrees.
3: That's amazing. I know. Fun facts with Amanda.
1: Right. <laughs> Fun fact number thirty-seven.
3: Well, now I'm just angry that it's not snowing. I
1: know. No, it like it, it like they're having precip like real precipitation flurries in like Amarillo apparently. So.
0: I feel like they always get it before we do. Those
1: yeah. Bastards. You know,
0: <laughs> those bastards. It's always the good stuff. I was thinking uh, up there in Amarillo with Abilene
1: you know, it's where all the good stuff is it's the only hope they have <laughs> I'm stuck. Uh, they gotta cling to something
0: oh. hello friends <laughs> Amarillo, Amarillo and Abilene thank you for joining us yeah if you have something to say chime <laughs> in now yeah. on Facebook live comment
3: below or, or Instagram live <laughs> well Instagram at least now we have uh, listeners out there then <laughs> Right. <That's> true
0: <laughs> yeah that is true. I was, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I was like, this is how, now that I'm a certain age and that I've lived here my entire life, I've come to, to recognize that we'll be, get our first cold snap somewhere around the beginning of October. All of us get really excited for it. We start trying to will cold weather into existence by wearing hoodies and shorts um, and making that first quick run to the Starbucks. For a pumpkin spice.
1: PSL. And then
0: it gets hot for the rest of October uh-huh. until the mm-hmm. last week of October. And then it finally is fall.
1: Sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah. And by fall, you all, for those of you here, you all know, by fall we mean 60 degrees. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah.
1: really. 60,
0: 50 yeah. degrees. 42 is downright chilly. That's what it is right now.
1: But damn it, we're still going to wear our beanies and yep. our scarves, yeah. even <laughs> though it is in the 60s. Yep.
0: <laughs> I had my hoodie on all day today. It was amazing. I had the uh, the door, uh, the garage door in the brewery just ajar today, uh, and I got to hang out with, like, three of my cats today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Normally, it's just it's just Gingy, which is fine. Ginji's mm-hmm. the best cat. He's the king. He's a uh, gato numero uno. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but Collard Ginger was hanging out today, and Rookie was hanging out today. Uh, and it was amazing. Rookie is still skittish. Mm-hmm. Rookie... I don't know if I told you guys. I think Rookie got bit. Oh no! Uh-oh. By something, <laughs> and so Rookie's been kind of limping on her little paw. Right. I wish you would let me approach her, mm-hmm. so I could like take care of her. Right. You know, but these strains, they just tug at your heartstrings
3: <laughs> <laughs> and walk away, <laughs> and then
0: coldly walk away.
1: Thankfully, like the 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 chemical in in their own like spit helps to sanitize. So they, they heal pretty quickly. She'll get their Yeah. <laughs> never fear. She'll be okay.
0: What's like what's the one thing that you that you look most forward to when it's cold? Like the like the little ritual, the celebration that you have when cold weather approaches. What's, what's your thing?
3: Barley wine. <laughs>
0: Barley <laughs>
2: wine. That's fair. Great answer. Uh,
1: ooh, potato soup.
0: Potato soup.
1: Snow day potato soup.
0: Solid answer. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, su- soups in general. Soups, yeah. stews.
0: Soups and stews. Soups, <laughs> soups and stews.
1: <laughs> hot tea, hot mm-hmm. chocolate. Yeah.
0: Is This this is going to be sacrilege. Do you put bacon in your potato soup? I do. Ooh. Okay. yeah. That's fine. I don't know. You don't have to put bacon <laughs> in everything.
1: <do> <laughs> I mean, you know... <laughs>
0: <laughs> what well, you know, it's it's the uh, it's you the think schrodinger's bacon like the, soy bacon, the
1: <laughs> vegan bacon. <laughs> yeah, does that work in potato soup? It's schrodinger's pork.
0: Um, there's like there's substitutes, you know, usually if there's like a bacon substitute, it's mostly or any kind of meat substitute in, in you know, vegan or vegetarian uh, dishes, it's mostly just about the spices. Mm-hmm. So, anything that's like a pork. Analog is really just uh, sage. (laughs) It's like a lot of sage. (laughs) Liquid smoke stuff. Liquid smoke, yeah. And same thing, like bacon is just liquid smoke, maple syrup, Mm -hmm. um, and something else, like garlic maybe. I can't can't think of what (laughs) it is. But it's just a lot of salt, I think. And that's that's bacon flavor. Um, So I would would put bacon flavor in in that, yeah. There you go. There. Okay. Yeah. I don't know.
1: It just brings something to the potato soup, you know?
0: Yeah, death. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Death. <laughs> I'm not high and mighty about it. I'm really not. I play I like I am. So good. I play like I am. Um, but I'm really not. We had this week. Is there anything else you want to share about your week, Amanda? I
1: think that I think that's the highlight of my life. So
0: it's just, all it's the just cold cold when ones. it gets
1: all right. cold. I mean we're going camping this next weekend over Halloween and it's yeah, it's gonna basically be like this, so I'm a little scared. <laughs> it's fine. Ten mm-hmm. camping in the forties, it's great.
3: Yeah, build It'll a good fire and. Yeah.
1: Apparently, I live in the extremes for camping because the last two times we went camping, it was in June, and so and that you know like we have like this yearly camping trip because we can't get our lives together, so we go camping <laughs> every June. <laughs> the last time, um, it like torrential downpour and we thought we were going to die in the middle of the night. So that was cool. And then now it's going to be in the 40s and possibly raining. So, you know, I'm really yeah. we're all about <laughs> good weather for our camp trips. It's going to be really great. We're, we might be frozen ice yeah. by the end. But hopefully we survive.
0: I love the level of candor that you bring to the podcast. <laughs> Because I, 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 I feel like I do the same thing. <laughs> I do the same thing sometimes. So I'm, I'm glad that we're all comfortable sharing. Sharing. And sharing. Hearing. You know, sharing from from where we are. Um, we did a Brewer's Table event this week, uh, which is this... I think it's a really cool thing uh, that we've been doing mm-hmm. for the past three or four months, I guess. Um you know, once a month, we'll have people come into the brewery. I'll I'll invite them in. Um, sometimes it's a little weird because I feel like third wheel. Uh, sometimes I feel like uh, I'm just like too excited to have other people in the brewery, and so I come on strong.
2: <laughs>
0: hey guys, what's up? Let me tell you. Oh my God, you gotta try this beer that I'm making. It. It's amazing. No, oh, let me tell you how I did it. So I was thinking about this song when I did it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's Midlake?
2: <laughs> yeah, nobody
0: knows who Midlake is. But Colin, you do, and I appreciate yes. that. Um, but it was, so it was a lot of fun. So this time we did it a little differently, and we kind of married uh, our beer, beer dinners and our brewer's table events. So we kind of married the two. So uh, Chef Josh Gronhal, I'm sure he loves the, the curve I put on his name. <laughs> um, but Chef Josh uh, came up with a, a menu, for two of the beers that we have in the back, these little sneak peek beers. These these, these are beers that aren't ready yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had he made like a, a kale salad that we paired with our cranberry rosemary hellas. I think there was like a acorn squash and like a papita thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what was there? There was like a chicken uh, dish. Yeah,
3: it's a half roast chicken. I think. Yeah. Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, on top of some sort of puree. He normally does that, like a protein on top of a puree, mm-hmm. uh, and then we had that with uh, Bob. We had a baby; it's a boy, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming soon, uh, which is in the in the tanks now. Uh, and that was so much fun. So we had two different couples. The couples did not know one another, uh, but I think they're uh, Edgar and his wife. Can't remember her name now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know them. Yeah, yeah, they, they were one of the couples. Yeah, uh, they're great. They're here all the time.
1: He's gonna be doing photography for us yeah. for Next Halloween weekend, yep. so we'll talk more about that.
2: But yeah, yeah,
0: yeah he's a great guy. Uh, thanks for coming, Ifker. Uh, happy anniversary! They were celebrating their anniversary.
3: Um, oh, that's I sweet. Yeah, that. that's awesome. Yeah,
0: uh, and then we had another couple. I think they're also uh, regulars as well, uh, and we all just had a, a great time. One of my favorite things is to meet uh, somebody with an ad, with an accent. Uh, a funny accent, <laughs> a funny accent, and so she was from Minnesota, and she did a really, really good job of hiding it mm-hmm. until she mentioned she was from Minnesota, and then I just made her <laughs> say all the things. I was like, "Oh, say say anything," and she just went right. Oh, don't you know? And just
3: <laughs> went full Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, it was so amazing,
0: and I got to talk to her about hot dish. Do you know about hot dish? Hot dish? No, it's just tater tot casserole. Okay. Yes. We would call it tater tot casserole, but she went into it. So you take a can of cream of something <laughs> and, you, and you mix it up with your tater tots. Here's the thing. They do it weird up north. They don't cover the casserole in cheese.
2: Hmm.
0: Like God-fearing people that we, we are here exactly. in the south. Exactly. Um, they use ketchup. Yes. So it's cream of something, tater tots. Uh, there's usually a meat component. Mm-hmm. And then ketchup on top.
1: So, I had a dance teacher for years, and she was from Canada, and which, you know, they're all loved. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Minnesota might as well be Canada, right? So. She's
3: I think they call it <laughs> Southern Canada. I think
1: yeah. they do. I think they do. But no, she used to eat French fries with brown gravy and ketchup. Yeah.
3: Poutine. Yeah. Poutine? Oh, yeah. Yep. yeah. yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've been up there yeah, a few times, and that that's Yep. That's their late night drunk food.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's one thing I want to try. I don't... I. Can't because of the gravy and the cheese. Yeah, but I want to try it. So, bad. <laughs> like, yeah. if I ever, if you ever find me five beers in in Minnesota, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you'll probably find me <laughs> drooling over <laughs> a p- poutine. Poutine, however you pronounce yeah. it, that yeah, that just sounds like I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't I don't know exactly where my heritage lies. I've I've heard it was German and I've heard it was Polish. Okay. But something like primordially speaks to me about French fries and gravy. <laughs> like there's, and the same thing with a bratwurst too, by the mm-hmm. way. Right. But there's just something that inside is like, oh no, that's that's the, the, the food of your your mother yeah. tongue. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you ever done one of those tongue. ancestry things?
0: No, because I don't want the government to have my information. Oh. I don't want them to find me whenever I commit <laughs> future crime. Commit future crimes. <laughs> See,
1: I Dot com. My father-in-law, like he is huge into like doing all of the family tree and like he researched all of this different stuff, and so whenever all this, you know, all the different tests started happening, he got really excited. So he didn't have my husband tested because you know he has the same heritage as you know his parents, so he was mm-hmm. like he's fine. So he had me tested, but and I know for a fact like that I have. Native American blood in me, which, yep, don't I look like it, but I know <laughs> that I have Cherokee and um, and it didn't show up with any of that. It was like, no, you're just this white girl. <laughs> like, oh. Okay, great. <laughs> so I really don't think that it has enough information in its database. Um, I or,
3: think you can you re-log know, back in and as more people take people, it, it kind of updates.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I really want to do the 23 Me because I feel yeah. like it would give
3: My sister, I think, did it last year or two years ago, and you can tell by just looking at me, <laughs> it, was, it was a very small circle, and is pretty much Germany. That's that's about it. I,
1: you know what? I think we could have put money on that.
3: One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. No,
1: I'm like German and English and Irish and Norse. So I'm part Viking, even though didn't get any of that height. Rude. And mm-hmm. then and then, I mean, I only know because. History that I have the charity in me, but I don't know. Apparently, I'm just from
2: Europe. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, like, apparently, it, you can use it to help figure out your diet as well. Oh. And like, really, really cool stuff like that. That's fun. Which does intrigue me, and I, I kind of would like to know, because everyone in my family is wrong about, like, everyone in my family is wrong. I just <laughs> stop there for an edit point.
3: You're welcome. Is that your autobiography. You're Thank you.
0: Um, but no, like we we all thought we were German, and then one of my uncles went to go find Harpers in Germany, and didn't find them, but found them in Poland, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Which I guess at one point was Germany. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, nobody nobody knows who we are. <laughs> we we hail from like Tennessee and Kentucky and Ohio.
1: Um, Maybe you were just. So.
0: I might I might be a lot more trailer trash than I thought. Appalachians. I already knew I had some of me in East Texas, but apparently it goes as far as the the Appalachian Trail. This is all very insensitive and offensive. And I'm sorry to anyone who has heritage in the uh, in the Appalachian The great Appalachian Trail. It's a beautiful area. Smoky Mountains, forget about it. It's lovely. Colin, save me. How was your week?
3: Um, yeah so uh, my wife Taylor and I actually took a, a quick trip up to Kansas City um, so we had we had some family kind of along the way up there so we took an eight-hour drive and uh, stopped in Tulsa to see my wife's aunt and then have family in Topeka um, and saw them as well uh, before spending a few days up in Kansas City um, main reason we kind of chose to go to Kansas City was kind of within driving distance you know without having to get on a on an airplane or, or anything like that um, just trying to Keep safe and not being in closed space with that many people. Yep. That sounds fun, though. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Yeah, never really been there before, even though having family in Kansas. So it, mm-hmm. we found a lot of things to do there. Um, a lot of a lot of museums, uh, a lot of barbecue, and, and of course uh, a lot of beer. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, how was the beer scene over there?
3: Yeah, so I kind of did my research, you know, a little bit before going up there. So, of course, the the big one in Kansas City is Boulevard Brewing um, that I'm not sure in how many states, probably most states, if not all of them. Um, so they get a lot of their stuff there, um, did a little tasting there. They weren't doing any of their production tours. Um, so got to, it was just really us and, and one other couple um, kind of tasting a few of their beers. I actually didn't realize that their first flagship beer was actually their pale ale, which I'm not sure I ever had before. Um, so kind of got to learn a lot, of the, a lot of the history there and then got a few tokens to go to their little tap room up there for, there's a bunch of unreleased stuff uh, and, and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, outside of Boulevard, uh, they actually have quite a few breweries there. Uh, I kind of found my way into, uh, there's a neighborhood there called the Crossroads, um, and even within that they have an area called Beer Alley. Which is which? Prince has, I think, seven breweries within walking distance, and I visited Ooh. about five of those seven. Um, so they all, kind of a, a wide variety. Um, some of them, you know, some of them are also a restaurant, kind of like us here. Uh, some of them you know, are just a tap room. Some have, you know, some distribution. Some have none. Um, so it's kind of interesting, kind of to see all the ones there. Um, and actually, I brought a, a few for us to try here on the show. Um, nice. So the first one is actually from a brewery there called City Barrel Brewing. Um, I think they have a 15-barrel system. They do um, a lot of cans, but they also have a, a restaurant component, so they're probably the most similar to us um, from what I had there and got to know one of their owners, uh, Joe, really well, kind of gave us a cool background tour and kept handing us beer to take home. So <laughs> give him a, a right, shout-out. Way to go, Joe. Uh, so this first Ooh. one is the most interesting Ooh. one I think I saw out there. didn't actually get to try any of these while I was there. I was trying to grab stuff that I didn't have there. But this is called Cerveza Conspiracy, which is actually a wild Mexican lager. Yes,
0: dude.
3: Which, That's fun. Yeah, which is actually a collaboration with a brewery I didn't get to visit called Stockyards Brewing, which was in the north side. Um, one thing I kind of uh, got from this trip is Kansas City is actually kind of similar to Fort Worth. Um, you know, kind of a kind of a similar feel, very... Oh, one second. Let's pour some of these. I
0: we love. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead. We
1: got to go. Um, we've been a few times up to Wichita, and it, I mean, their, their beer scene is growing quite a bit as well. And so that was very surprising. I don't know, Wichita and their, their little place. So it's exciting to expand the horizon around
3: yeah. Kansas more. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, very interesting, kind of, very kind of Fort Worth feel, kind of very, very nice, very approachable people. But what's really interesting is Kansas City is half the population of Fort Worth, but being in their downtown did not feel like it. So I'm wondering if most of Kansas City's more urban where Fort Worth is maybe a little bit more sprawled out so they can kind of count you know a little bit more of the of the population in that. So I
0: love that they keep this beer in that green bottle. I love that because I like a little bit of skunk on my Mexican Lagers. I don't think this has any. Cuz I doubt that there's many hops in it to be skunked. Yeah. <laughs> but it smells amazing.
3: Yeah. Yeah, so obviously it's kind of a moderately tart um yeah it's yeah interesting i just saw that I just saw Mexican lager wild ale and um you know never never thought of putting the the two together That's really but yeah yeah, and so yeah a little bit more kind of about them i think they're fairly new um they actually i think they have one fooder and then a few barrels kind of for some for some a barrel aging um program there um they had a most of their menu was, I think, probably a little bit more on the upscale end. They had some salads and, you know, a burger. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, kind of right in the middle of the of the crossroads there.
0: That is a fantastic beer. That beer is really, really good.
2: Yeah.
3: It's nice
0: and light. It's got that great, yeah, like you said, like medium tartness to it. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Cerveza Conspiracy? Yeah. Great name, too. You know I love a good name. And that is, like, a super, super, super pale, super pale color.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it almost looks like tinted water.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a slight haze to it, not much yeah. Not much head. Yeah, the aroma is kind of a, yeah, pretty much kind of lemony tartness. There's almost more of like a, I'm trying to think what that kind of that aroma note on there is. Almost like a, I think it's kind of from the bread but i almost want to say almost like a i don't want to say a burnt quality but almost like a there's a little bit of that like mm-hmm. smoky burning, yeah smoky smoky is probably a better word than yeah. than burnt
0: there's a little bit so. of that and then also a little bit of like some good funk on it too
3: yeah yeah but yeah and kind of elaborating on some of the other breweries um there's another one there called uh brewery imperial that kind of sort of did mostly kind of english styles um They had a few IPAs. They had one beer that they called an ESB. He's a little bit bit lighter in color and um, um, not as malty, but still had that kind of that Maris Otter kind of nuttiness to it as well. And um, didn't bring anything back from them. Um, One of the other ones I've got here is from a brewery called uh, Torn Label. Um, I think when I was kind of doing my research, that was one that was getting a lot of uh, attention. Um, One of the interesting things about, I guess, Kansas City kind of during these COVID times is they never really got any instruction from their state on kind of what to do Uh, so at least in Kansas City the city itself said hey y'all need to put these restrictions in place I think mostly kind of the six foot rule but they left opening and closing kind of up to each individual place so some places were you know you know at 50% capacity doing dine-in dine-out or outside seating and then some were outside seating only uh, even some of the restaurants said that they had been closed fully for about three months. So it's kind of interesting just to see. I kind of had to check up with some of them saying, can I sit inside, outside, just because it was a little rainy and cold mm-hmm. a few of the days. So with Torn Label, I couldn't spend too much time there just because they were doing outdoor seating only. Uh, but they were releasing a beer called The Witch, which was uh, a Gruet. So technically, no hops in it. And it was, I think it was sage, thyme, and blackberry. It's um, yeah. the Yeah. Beers. Well, yeah. And I kind of just stumped. Yeah. Yeah, kind oh of, bad. kind of stumbled on that release, um, but the the one I brought from them um, is their just their standard Belgian triple called uh, Trip Dog. Um, let's see. Trip Dog.
1: Yeah. Oh, see, I was so excited. Yeah. For the oh yeah. <laughs> 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 the no, okay.
3: um, but yeah, just eight and a half percent, kind of standard Belgian triple is one of their uh, seasonals. It's a, a, a great opening. Have
0: you ever had a Gruet, Amanda? Yeah. From whom?
1: started an untapped account now like it would just be so far behind but also <laughs> now I'm starting to understand the thing because then you would like have a blog and you can look back and you're like oh it was it's from so and so
3: that is true. Oh they're just now celebrating their tenth, tenth anniversary for untapped yeah See,
1: I'd be really far <laughs> <behind>. <laughs> joshua's has so many check-ins
3: I just like-
0: can't I stopped for a while because I was shamed by Michael Pedicolas, <laughs> and then and I and, and I operated fine. Like my life went on, everything was great. That no, didn't, you know, feel a need. Uh, and then one of my best friends uh, pointed out that he had more check-ins than me, a brewer.
3: <laughs> oh, who
0: was this? Oh, his name is Chris Freeman. He's not oh. from here.
3: Okay, <laughs> so compassionate. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: no, I mean he's not. He's not a brewer. He he was a. He's just like my best friend. He lives in Fort Collins, but he was like, you know, you're a brewer, and I've got more check-ins than you. Because <laughs> he
1: like, lives in Fort Collins. All
0: right. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what they do. That's it comes from the tap there.
1: Pretty sure they like that's all they do. So mm-hmm. you
0: know. yeah. But yeah, he he, you know, pushed the right buttons, and so then I got back on the tap. <laughs> yeah. And now, honestly, I don't know who has more check-ins, he or I, but this smells great.
3: Yeah. It seems a little bit more, I think a little bit more on the sweeter side, kind of more kind of bubblegum than clove, but both are still there.
0: Yeah. What's the ABV on Trip Dog? Eight and a half. Eight and a half on the Trip Dog. Trip Dog. It's a name I want to say over and over again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trip Dog, Trip Dog. Trip Dog. That's good, though. It gets It gets in there. It gets out of the way.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, it's a little paler than I would have thought a triple would have been.
3: Yeah, and not as much of a... A foamy head to it, but Mm -hmm. it still still smells really good and tastes tastes really good too. A little bit of maybe vanilla and stuff in there too, kind of. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is a little on the sweet side, but it is good.
1: Yeah,
0: finish is nice and clean. It almost reminds me of uh, our uh, Belgian blonde. Yeah, a little bit. There's it's a little sweeter than that.
3: Yeah, a little bit sweeter. I think this probably has a little bit more spice to it. Where I think the, the, it was a blonde cat, I guess, yeah, what's the name of that one? That was probably more straight up bubblegum, where this yeah. has a little bit more of the spice to kind of balance that out.
0: Yeah, we got blonde cat and trip dog.
3: Yeah, we got all, <laughs> all, sides,
0: all sides covered. Um, and what was I going to say? Yeah, like our, our Belgian strain, chink, our Belgian strain uh, just throws like so much spice. Um, mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to get much bubblegum out of it. Uh, I get a lot more spice out of it, kind of depending on how how I ferment it.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, temperature dependent.
0: Yeah, very temperature dependent. Uh, what I've been doing lately is just starting warm, uh, letting it spend like twenty four hours warm, and then bringing it back down to fermentation temperature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do kind of. I kind of wonder if I just didn't do that. Well, I don't wonder. I know I've done it before. <laughs> like how I can yeah. restrain it <laughs> how I could restrain it of just not giving it that 24 hours but yeah I, I still don't get bubblegum out of it like this and I yep. enjoy that in a, in a Belton yeah hmm. trip dog that's
3: lovely I don't mind trip dog
0: yeah it's super good I wonder what hops are in trip
3: dog um, I'm not sure if they're listed on here no I'm not seeing anything on the label
0: probably saucer type
3: hops. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more noble side. Yeah. All right. And then the last one oh, you is, did,
0: I didn't see the actual dog on trip. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is a, a dog in a
3: tuxedo. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I'm assuming, is that a pug? It's an ugly,
0: uh, ugly dog. I almost said the A word. Pug in a, pug in a yeah, tuxedo. <laughs> that
1: is an ugly pug.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's he's, an ugly pug in a tuxedo. There we go. He's
1: definitely one of those pugs that's like so ugly. He's cute. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which
1: I think is kind of the whole point of
3: pugs. Mm-hmm. Actually, one one quick segue. Speaking of ugly pug, one of the things I did learn from uh, Boulevard, um, they're well known for their beer uh, Tank Seven. They're kind oh, of yeah. kind of their their uh, what's it nine percent um, ABV saison. So they called it Tank Seven because um, it was tank number seven that was just I think when they first tried the batch in there, it was just. It wasn't working properly. I'm not sure if it was temperature or something like that, but it, it created the the first batch of tank seven and wasn't wasn't supposed to taste that way. And they you know, they took that and ran with it. Well, they eventually sold that tank seven to RAR mm-hmm. down the road. I did, I had no idea. And they were mentioning it right. that I'm like, Oh, hey, we're from Fort Worth. We we know exactly where that tank is right now. So that's funny.
0: But Yeah, take a take a tour of RAR and see the original tank seven. Yeah and then some dairy tanks too i
3: think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they still have those, but yeah, that's how they that's how they got started.
3: Yeah. And then uh this last beer is from Crane Brewing. I actually didn't get to visit Ooh, them. Lovely. Uh they're about 20 minutes southeast of kind of downtown Kansas City. Um but yeah, just had some people definitely recommend them. Um so this is Flock of Flamingos. Oh. I think Kristen would love
1: that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, it's a Berliner Weiss with hibiscus and mango. Ooh. Oh,
1: I'm so excited for
0: that. The lovely origami crane on the label.
2: Yeah.
0: It pours a pink color. <laughs> Gorgeous. Nice little...
1: I feel like anything to get the color out of it is just always fun. Ooh, yeah.
0: That smells great.
3: Yeah, and actually, um, I was at a, you know at a bottle shop trying to find a six-pack and just kind of random other customer there was, was kind of telling me a bit about them, and he recommended another beer that they have called Tea Vice, which I ended up finding on tap at a restaurant um, a little bit later. But it's, it's kind of what you would think. It's a Berliner Weiss, but they actually added tea uh, to it. So it kind of has this kind of really interesting kind of herbal red berry flavor to it, but with a subtle amount of sourness on the finish.
2: Nice.
3: So I think they, these guys kind of specialize a little bit more in kind of sour... Uh, sour beers, but yeah, it sounds like they have kind of a smaller taproom, you know, a little bit further outside of town. They're I guess, technically in Raytown, which is like a, a suburb of Kansas City.
0: This reminds me of a soda that I drank when I was a child, but I can't put my was it knee high, maybe? Maybe a knee high soda? Never heard of that.
1: Knee high soda. Remember
0: knee high? Oh, don't know what knee high is. That's a <laughs> East Texas thing for
3: sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think what that's is soda? knee high to a grasshopper. <laughs> knee, knee, knee
0: high soda. It's spelled N E H I. Knee high. Hmm. I think it's just um, like the cheap, cheap fruited soda
2: mm-hmm.
0: brand, like, uh, but like electric colors. You know, yeah. So like that bright yeah. pink, bright blue. Um, knee high soda. Hmm. I think it's. I think it's like a deep south thing.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, and it also. I don't know. I don't drink a lot of rosé. Does it drink like a rosé? rosé-ish?
1: I don't know about that. I mean, it's definitely a little bit more tart than a rosé. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting the hibiscus.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I really enjoy doing, like, in, like mixing all of my teas up. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of loose leaf tea, and so I love throwing a little bit of hibiscus in with anything because it just always adds a little bit more depth of flavor and mm-hmm. has a little bit of a tartness on it. And so, I really
3: appreciate yeah, well, it's kind of reminds So you have our ladders. Was it ladders matter or matter? Yeah. Oh yeah.
2: Latter ladder matters. matters.
3: Yeah. Because um, that was one thing when we had that on tap. If people would order rosé, I'd give them a sample of that. Um, and I remember having at least one or two people say, "Oh, I'll have, to have that instead," just because it kind of had that same level of kind of fruitiness with a little bit of tartness and.
2: Yeah.
3: Hmm. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I think the only other brewery that I hit that I didn't mention there's. Um, a place called Casual Animal that kind of just had, I think they had about eight taps and just a little bit of everything. Uh, but their, their amber ale was called Cat Shark, which <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> of course made me think of Harper. So That's true. That's awesome. That was a great label too. Cat Shark. Cat Shark. Yeah. So yeah, if you're in Kansas City, i definitely go hit up uh, yeah Beer Alley. Um, I'm trying to think. They're the two I missed, I think were Nimble Brewing, which I think are brand, brand new. They're only open on, I think, Saturdays and Sundays. I think maybe Fridays as well. And then also missed, I think, Border Brewing, but literally seven breweries all within, you know, five minutes, some next door to each other. Um, and also non-beer stuff, I mean, we have a ton of museums. We did the Nelson Atkins Art Museum. There's a World War One, actually the National World War One Museum that we did. There's a jazz museum, American Jazz Museum, and um, there's also a baseball museum there as well, so. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, so definitely definitely a, a lot to do in Kansas City, and huh. it's an eight hour drive away, and, Airbnb prices are really low right now. So (laughs) that's another motivating factor is is, a cheap place to stay. So that's awesome. I love that so
0: much of going to, going to those towns and those cities that like, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's probably a lot of respect for their, for who they are and like their own right. But like cities that I never knew a lot about. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, for instance, like just, just me, I didn't know a thing about Atlanta. And we got to go to Atlanta a couple years ago, and it was the best. It was Mm -hmm. so much fun. It was great. And I was upset that nobody told me in my 30 however many years, you've got to check out (laughs) Atlanta. Because Atlanta was great, and the beer scene was fantastic, and the food was on point. And, like, we tried to go catch a Braves game, but we missed it uh, because we were drinking at this place. And, (laughs) (laughs) like... And, and it's great. And same thing, like, uh, our, our friends, uh, John and Kristen, have been talking about uh, Kansas, not Kansas City, we were just talking about that, Oklahoma City,
3: mm-hmm. uh-huh. um, and how Oklahoma really City is great. Here. Yeah, and that's yeah. three hours away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I would love to check, that. it doesn't seem like, you know, if you're ticking off lists of, you know, top ten places must visit. I don't know if those places show up, but, like, why not? Because yeah. they're
3: great. Yeah, and they're in your backyard. And- yeah, and
0: they're in your backyard. <laughs> They're uh, they're fantastic. I'm also a fan of Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I've been to Tulsa before.
3: Yeah, that's where we stopped to go see Taylor's aunt.
1: Yeah, so mm-hmm. Tulsa's great. They have a lot of fun little little bot buildings. Mm-hmm. Their yeah. buildings
0: are super nifty. Tulsa's fantastic. As we as we come into the spooky season, the spookiest of seasons. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh,
3: I said that he's too low. He is too low. Oh, you can see the top of his head.
0: <laughs> We've got this skull, this spooky skull <laughs> that dances, and it freaks me out.
1: I'm proud of you for reaching over <laughs> it. try it again. Ah!
0: Try it again. I don't think oh, got- I killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Your you death shall him. be swift. <laughs> As we enter to, to the spookiest of seasons. We're you know we talked earlier about how we we like we have these little rituals mm-hmm. we have these things that we do to kind of help usher in this uh, usher in the season. It's a, a time of memory, a time of warmth, a time of nostalgia. So let's talk and about a
1: time of fake spider
0: webs. <laughs> a time of fake spider webs and terrible terrible candy corns. Let's start <laughs> there. How do you guys feel about candy corns? I Yay don't- or nay?
3: I don't mind it. I wouldn't say I prefer it, but I also don't hate it. So I'm pretty neutral but
0: actually I'm glad you guys are taking a stance. I,
3: I appreciate this. No, here's the deal with candy corn. I don't I don't
1: dislike it and I don't I, I feel like I'm pretty neutral as far as how it tastes. It's not about how it tastes, but I like to eat them in like the color increments. <laughs> like that is the only way I eat candy corn. I don't just pop up, like a handful mm-hmm. into my mouth, like I will eat them individually, colour by colour. Remember those
0: idiosyncrasies? (laughs) So does that that mean when you go to eat a candy corn, you kind of eat it like a little squirrel? I do.
1: I do. I will eat it incrementally, like each color, and that's, yeah, that's how it has to be done. Mm -hmm. It's the same way with, like, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. I'll eat the entire outside of it, and then I'll eat the Mm -hmm. peanut butter, because that's the best bite. Also, I eat sandwiches the same way. (laughs)
3: I'm sensing I, a pattern <laughs> I
0: admire your patience There's no way There's, there's so no way I bad. could savor a peanut butter cup mm.
1: Yeah no, that, All at once I eat all the, like the You know like The outside ring of chocolate And then you get the best bite of all
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. you get the majority of peanut butter in
0: the middle But how in the world are you going to be able to eat A dozen peanut butter
3: cups yeah. in one sitting <laughs> If you nibble like that Well that's kind of the whole point <laughs> <laughs> Savor the flavor
0: since we're sharing, since we're airing out a lot of deep truths about ourselves, maybe this is how I got into this body. Is I don't know what happened by eating a it's dozen not like Reese's saved cups. Me
1: from anything though, so I don't feel like there's any magic secret in it.
0: I, I found like these little apple cookies uh, that Whole
3: Foods has.
0: Oh. Um, I found them yesterday. I have since eaten eight. <laughs> of these apple cookies. How, how,
3: how big are we talking? Just like think?
0: little. Uh they're big, bigger than they should be for <laughs> having <laughs> eaten. Eight. I had I had four yesterday and four today, <laughs> and now and now like in my brain I'm like, oh man, you know where those cookies are, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. The fat kid in my mind is like, you know where you can get more of those too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know the two Whole Foods that have them.
3: Yeah. The one and by you your can house
1: order them and have them, and have them delivered to you. Yeah
3: we have the dark chocolate trader joe's peanut butter cups at home right now and it's yeah. <laughs> it's like i'll just have one and then 5 minutes later i'll have one more
0: <laughs> we didn't do we didn't do a lot of halloween celebrating um, we did like the the uh, the church style fall festival yes. that's mm. what we did my parents did allow us to have candy uh, but like we didn't do a lot of the the halloween movies so mm-hmm. And we weren't, <laughs> we weren't allowed to trick-or-treat. Now, I could say that and make it sound like, you know, poor pitiful me. Mom and dad wouldn't let us trick-or-treat. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, yes, that's true. My parents were super overprotective, and so we couldn't trick-or-treat. Because they were legitimately and 100% worried about razor blades and apples.
1: Do you know,
2: okay,
1: <laughs> so the other day, I met somebody that actually found a razor blade in... Really?
0: Like, yes.
2: But
1: and all of a sudden, <laughs> like all of my like parents'
2: yeah.
1: neurotic ramblings, I was like, "Oh God!" Now I have to like go back and tell them that like somebody actually. <laughs> One that person. Out. Yeah. I was like, "Why?" But she lived in California at the time, so. Well,
0: it's the same thing too. Like yeah. my mom swore up and down that she saw a thing on. Dateline or twenty twenty or 60 Minutes or whatever mm-hmm. about how if you stick your arm out the window, it could get cut off. <laughs> <laughs> like, the arm out of your car window. Which, not true. And I knew it at the time. I was like, no, you're, you're lying to me. Just say you don't want me to put my, my arm out the <laughs> car window. Would that really have worked? No. Not at all. I mean, I was
1: going to say, I have a seven-year-old son. But it was, it, was,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was insult to injury. You know? It was insult to injury. So, so what we did, our trick-or-treating, was we uh, set up a table or some sort of barrier uh, at the front door, at the door of our rooms, and we just took turns going room to room That's between amazing. the four of us uh-huh. with little uh, pillowcases.
3: Do you dress up at all, or
0: no? Oh. No, that w- that would have been of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we just we just got candy, and honestly, so what? My favorite candy was. Oh, my God. Still to this day, a Hershey's Special Dark. Oh. Uh, just yeah. like by yeah. itself, just a Hershey's Special Dark. Now, outside of like the you know Reese's Cups, I eat them by the dozen. Yeah. But a Hershey's Special Dark, like just the little nug.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little nugget. Well, that's why the Trader Joe's ones are so good. It's dark chocolate and the peanut butter. Oh. So. <laughs> <No, that's laughs> right. It's still my heart.
1: I think, so, my favorite is the really weird lollipops. It's like the the caramel apple lollipop situation mm-hmm. that like looks terribly shitty in the packaging, but they're so good. Yeah,
0: like the green lolly with the caramel covered. Yes. Yeah, that's. Those are cool.
1: the best. And it's, honestly, even to this day, if my kids get one of those, it gets immediately confiscated. So, <laughs> I'm a really good mom. Yeah. You got to pay mom Okay, but. <laughs> the razor blades. I know. I'm tagging her like all the razor blades. No, like yeah. We. I remember having a weird growing up situation. Like I don't know. One year Halloween would happen, and one year we would like boycott it, and one year we'd sit and like hand out tracks and like weird <laughs> stuff like that. I don't know. But the, the like honestly, the thing that has made Halloween the best is like having kids. That and like the drunken warehouse. Halloween parties, those are pretty awesome, too. But after having kids, (laughs) so the best Halloween yet has been, um, so he's seven now, but I think he was, like, four at the time. And so Liam, my youngest, um, they had gone trick-or-treating, and we put all of their candy on top of our fridge because we did not want them to get into the candy. And we were sitting out on the porch with our neighbors, and I go back in. And we couldn't find Liam anywhere. Like, he's not in his bed. And we're like, where the heck is this kid? And there's and I walk in my bedroom, and there's candy wrappers <laughs> all over my spread. Still can't find him. Um, so we go back in. There was a, a chair pushed up to the fridge. So he had climbed up. Again, he was like three or four at this point. Climbed up, got the candy. Ate all of it on my bedspread, but then we find him like basically like sugar OD'd on the floor. Like he made like a pallet in front, like at the end <laughs> of our bed. So I don't know if he was like, you know, pre prepping for like throwing up later. I don't know. But like he was just like, so, and I mean, chocolate
2: all Smeared over
1: his face. Like he, oh man, it was a serious like chocolate OD situation. And it was but man mm-hmm. just the ingenuity that that kid because i think it was like multiple things stacked on top of the chair too <laughs> i mean he's a really determined guy so you know it, it'll really benefit him well in adulthood yeah hopefully he can you know control the yeah. chocolate a little more but <laughs> holy mackerel It's yeah. a kid
0: who knows what he wants and yep. what he wants is chocolate <laughs> yeah and he wants it then and he
1: So
3: much for having chocolate for the year. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, Halloween for me, kind of growing up. um, All of our all of our costumes were usually DIY. So my mom would would always try to sew up something. So I'm trying to remember all of them. I think Ninja Turtle one year. um, I think a dinosaur once when I was really little. Kind of those. I I remember just remember seeing these little like homemade kits. I guess you like buy the fabric and then you sew it and stuff it yourself. Yeah. And usually some of those got handed down to my sister and added a pink bow on it or something just to (laughs) get another year's worth out of it but yeah yeah. I remember the neighborhood I kind of grew up in had a lot of kids running around so we always would just go in, in large mass and just kind of walk around to all the all the houses and, and did you ever
1: find razor blades no
3: no so no no razor blades no no drugs no nothing
1: congratulations <laughs> you survived I'm gonna go so, tell my mom
3: yeah I'm Wait. convinced
0: the one person who said they found razor blades is just a plant
2: <laughs> a
0: plant by all that's really the moms. how
1: I felt about it I'm really gonna have to go back and grill her and be like listen lady like did this happen? Are you like are you really serious? Like will you take true serum over there? She's
0: this? Like, she's on the take. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> like what did you get out of this telling of the story?
0: I don't know. Did y'all ever grow up with uh, candy
3: cigarettes? I remember seeing them, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Again showing either showing my age or my region. <laughs> no, I remember those. Yeah. Like
1: we were allowed to get those but we couldn't go how like trigger treating. I don't know. I don't
0: mm-hmm. get it. Mm. We had at, like as a as a part of the the fall festival thing at church. I honestly do think we called it Halloween. We, from my recollection, churches didn't start calling it fall festival until like 2000, like somewhere Emily, around that's then. Right. Yeah. Like that that's when it was and like started seeing. That's when I started seeing trunk or treats and stuff like that. Because
1: Halloween, the word is the devil. So yeah.
0: So we we would call it Halloween, but we it would still have like a fall festival sort of feel to it. Yeah. And we even we even put on this giant production with clowns.
3: Oh. Um, <laughs> How do clowns come scary. in? And it was called
0: Kids Fest. Oh. Uh, and it was it was a giant production. We were a church that was known for our productions. We did one for Halloween, one for Easter. Um, you know the two major major religious holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the one for the one for Halloween was always like. You know, for uh, children's ministry, for the kids' outreach. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it always, (laughs) always involved the the main message was don't do drugs, don't drink, don't smoke. (laughs) Great messages for for kids. Mm -hmm. Great messages. (laughs) Obviously, now. (laughs) Cheers to that. that. Don't drink kiddos. (laughs) Save that for us. But, (laughs) so these. These productions always featured the message, don't drink, don't do drugs, don't smoke. They also featured giant, elaborate uh, analogs of a beer bottle, a cigarette, and a marijuana joint. Well, yeah. (laughs) Oh, and a big gun, too. At one point, there was a a large gun. Okay. This is really good. And so if you can imagine clowns uh, amongst (laughs) the strobe light and some chaotic music. Because that that was like the the drug scene. Then every every year, every year was different, but every year That's featured drug the drug scene. scene.
3: Instant clown posse music video, which just
0: like some chaotic is that like music. Ele-
1: pink elephants on yep. parade, except like
0: you know? yeah, yeah. It was a lot like it was a lot like that scene in Dumbo, but with an enormous marijuana cigarette,
1: minus the pink elephant.
0: Minus yes. the pink which elephant. Which is really like
1: the whole purpose. And
0: just and just strobe light and the the clowns running around like crazy. God. Man. Uh, and so after after that. We, we got to go to a festival outside. <laughs> so <laughs> they, sub-
2: fun. they
0: subjected the kids to that. And then they got <laughs> go, to go outside uh, to this festival where we had games and stuff. And that was a ton of fun, honestly. Like, we got to build little cubicles, excuse me, <clears throat> build little cubicles and have games and stuff outside. and We would build um, a giant cardboard maze out of boxes, so you had to, like, crawl on your hands and knees and, like, go through this <laughs> cardboard maze. And that was a ton of fun. Excuse me, I burped in the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, also a giant marijuana cigarette <laughs> and strobe lights. <laughs> uh, that, many of those has, oh, shaped, the has shaped who I am today.
1: Gotta love like the overusage of the strobe lights in the late 90s, early 2000s.
0: Well, that was the pinnacle of technology. That yep. was it all we had. It really was.
1: Yep. It really was. The stone was rolled away. <laughs> and it was the strobe light that did it. It always makes a statement. <laughs> Every time. Oh.
0: every single time <laughs> this is what's great about this podcast is we just get to air <laughs> yeah. out you know just just what we went through
1: yeah
0: what we went through as, uh, as kids hey instagram how are you i'm looking right at you
1: instagram hanging in there
0: instagram you yeah, looking at any nice. questions anywhere or
1: <laughs> living life and chillin said yay it's harper time and i remember the late <laughs> night chats about beer history who said this Living life and chilling. Oh, yeah. What's up? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> who are you?
0: Late night. Well, don't say that. No, it's awkward.
1: <laughs>
0: and Jeremy said yes. <laughs> he said yes. Jeremy. What are you
1: saying yes about?
0: It's all bearded guy trivia. <laughs> I told,
1: what are you saying yes about? I told and him this not week before. It's just like yes. It's like yes, period. Yep. It's
3: like yes. Statements. Yes. Yeah.
0: You know, you know, Jeremy, he's a curt person. <laughs> <laughs> he's always very forth, forthwith, forthright. All right. We're going to skip the Harper game because we're, we're getting low on the time because we, we have a lot to talk about that's coming up soon. Well, so we're
1: already talking about Halloween. See? So yeah. what all's happening this week? We're pretty pumped about this week.
0: This week's going
1: to be really fun. We have this. This is it. Like, actually, no. Mm-hmm. Um, we have trivia with Jeremy, yes, coming up on Wednesday. <laughs> the
0: tall bearded guy, the tall
1: bearded guy. Um, on Thursday, we're doing another movie night. Last week, we did movie night out in the parking lot and we showed Adam's family, mm-hmm. it was awesome. And then this week, <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and then this week, we're doing Ghostbusters, so we're pretty pumped. And then Saturday, we're teaming up with uh, Near South mm-hmm. um, and the South Main Village, everything like that. Um, and we're going to have a whole a whole slew of festivities in the area happening, mm-hmm. but we're, we're taking part of the costume contest. So you come here, and you get your picture taken by Edgar Miller, photography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, we have these pretty awesome color-changing... Drink or treat cups. Yep. So actually, you get two beers and the cup for ten bucks. That's a pretty pretty slamming deal.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then candy. And then I mean, there's all kinds of things going around in the neighborhood. Yeah, so, yeah. Each each yeah. business
3: is doing a little little something different. A
1: little slum, slum. So yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And that's from five to nine, I believe.
3: I think so. Check the flyer for details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: all your info on the Insta. Mm-hmm. Jeremy says,
1: uh, I love the voice. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> Good. Jeremy.
1: <laughs> he says, it's going to be the dopest, quite possibly <laughs> trillest event in the area.
0: Jeremy, you're too old to be using those words. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: you learn those from your science students? Or no, <laughs> science, right? Your science, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I told him we we got to have like an impromptu uh, hang on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I brewed up here on Saturday and happened to run into uh, to Jeremy, uh, the tall bearded guy, and so we had a, a fun little hang. Uh, always love seeing him. He's he's a great person and somebody who I admire. And I told him we make fun of his voice. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't make fun. We pay homage. Yes, we pay homage to his voice. Thank you, thank you, mm-hmm. Jeremy. Uh, in terms of in terms of beer, we are re-releasing a beer that has not been on tap uh, since the. <laughs> I just found myself slipping into the tall bearded guy voice. We are <laughs> tapping a beer that has not been available since the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> For more information, we turn you now.
1: Hello, yeah. I'd like to make a collect call. <laughs> Ah, great
0: segue. So we're doing Bob We Had a Baby It's a Boy. Amanda, did you not know what that had reference no idea was? I didn't know what that was. Oh. And so the
1: other day Sam and I were talking about it, and she kept talking like I wanna create I wanna recreate this commercial, like, you know, for social media. I was like, what are
2: you
1: talking about? <laughs> I had zero idea. And we watched it like five times and it was pretty hilarious
0: each time. So so in your mind not knowing the reference, what did you think Bob We Had a Baby It's a Boy was? I don't know. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, something some of the names like
3: who knows? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some true. of our names are Sometimes a little, you just a little out there. With
1: it, you know, you don't ask, you just go with something.
3: That was a <laughs> that, that
0: was a name that I trotted out at another brewery I worked at and was <laughs> promptly shut down. Probably, rightly so. And then I came over here and said, "No, our IPA is called Bob. We had a baby; it's a boy." <laughs> and nobody said no. Oh nope. my God! So. I
1: love it. Who is that, honey? It's a boy. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> it's the best. Oh, young people, look it up on your YouTube machines. <laughs> <laughs> it's a commercial that started out as a Collect commercial from maybe one eight hundred Collect. I don't know, but then it mm-hmm. was Geico redid it. Yeah. So well, if I mean anyone it was thinks like it's Geico. yeah, it was
1: some.
0: It was some. Because they were a,
1: like, don't, like don't get, don't get down by Collect. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go look it up.
0: Yeah, it was some Those telecom. Percent. I didn't realize that Geico could do that, just take other people's commercials.
3: Well, they might have probably paid something for it. I don't know. Well, you know, Geico's got that money, honey. Yeah. They do. They got
1: to make it
0: work. Yeah, we're re-rele- uh, re-releasing. Uh, Bob, we had a baby. It's a boy. It's our Imperial IPA. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as I mentioned, it has been off tap for quite a long time. Uh, we've made it a seasonal, so it's going to be around for the autumn and winter season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Um, no shoes no no shoes no shirt for cats will be our uh, spring and summer seasonal hobby option outside of other hobby beers that we just decide to make and, and put on uh, but what I really dig about Bob is this is one of those recipes that I try to recreate a perfect moment in time um, where I just weather was weather was right weather was beautiful we were out on the patio um, at what was once known as Live Oak, which is now
3: Free Play, Free Arcane. Play,
0: yeah. yeah. What happened to Instagram?
1: Oh, it's still going. Oh, okay.
0: Is your <laughs> My low? phone is just slowly dying.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's death. <laughs> it's fine. I think that's it's the, the spooky 20, season. It's the
0: spooky yeah. season.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's the twenty percent warning. So oh, okay. we're we're fine. Okay, we've got plenty of time.
0: So I'm hanging out on the patio at the Live Oak. It's beautiful. We're there like all day. Friends keep coming in and out. Me and a buddy of mine are holding court. It's a great day, and we're just drinking IPAs. Like, and at this time, uh, it was all West Coast, sticky, icky mm-hmm. IPAs. And so that's kind of what I wanted to make here. Now, this one isn't so sticky, icky, but it is West Coast in the sense that it's very citrusy. Yeah. Very orangey. Yeah. Um, Some
3: tropical fruit in there.
0: Lots of tropical fruit. Maltier, um, kind of a, a ruby red color. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a color that I love IPAs to be. Anyway, I'm pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's Bob, we had a baby, it's a boy. It's a seven something percent uh, something something IBUs. <laughs> uh, again, numbers that you shouldn't expect the brewer to know. Uh, yeah, and it's available. Oh, it's available this week. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I've been casually uh, sipping on another beer that's coming up soon. Oh. Cool. Well, that's a little, that's a little <laughs> teaser. That's a little teaser, but it's called Victory Boogie.
3: Well, then um, next week is uh, North Texas Beer Week, uh, starting on the fourth. So we'll be uh, releasing a collaboration we did with uh, Doughboy Donuts. Uh, I think we've teased it a little bit before, but yeah, Peace. it's a it's a Munich Hell's, but it has uh, cranberry and rosemary um, in it.
1: I'm so
3: excited for it. Yeah, yeah, we use some of their donuts in the mash. Oh, for yes. that, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, name name T V D, So, <laughs> so worry, I'm
1: having a moment.
0: That's true. We might need to do another Mad Libs for a name. <laughs> oh no,
1: I think we have it.
0: It's fine. <laughs> we need to we need to come up with something. My, I used the smallest amount of rosemary. Excuse me, take two. I used the smallest amount of rosemary for this beer. And my brewery smells, to this day, like rosemary. I did this last week. Mm-hmm. To this day, I can walk in there and smell rosemary.
1: See, I don't think it's as strong as you think it is. I think you just, maybe it's in your notes. <laughs> it might be, well,
0: so here's what He's it is. its rosemary spray. <laughs> it's a different, it's a different smell.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about it's not as strong in the beer or not as strong in the brewery? Uh,
1: both. Both? I'm, but I, maybe I'm just desensitized to rosemary. Because I got eat.
3: I got yep. a considerable amount when I was trying to sample of it the other day. Yep. So
0: it's pretty strong on the beer. It's so good. I think it's still strong in the brewery, but I, I definitely pick it up in the brewery because it's a new smell, and so mm-hmm. it just sticks out. It's like, nope, nope, this is not yeah. <laughs> a brewery smell. This is a new smell. So, but I think it's I think it turned out pretty nice. Hellas uh, Hellas uh, base with some cranberry and rosemary. Um, yeah. I
1: think it be. holiday dinners and such things. It'll be
0: super tasty. And you might even be able to buy it uh, in like a five liter keg. I don't know. We're going to start selling some stuff in five liter kegs. Yeah. That one might be one of them. Uh, I'm speaking too soon, but <laughs> look out for five liter kegs for the, for your holiday season yeah, Thanksgiving
3: and Christmas. So. Yes. Yes. Start looking out
0: for those. Well, y'all, is there anything else we need to talk about? Is there anything oh, else you would like now. to share? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have the
1: couch? And
0: <laughs> you want a you want a new couch? Oh
1: no, I just need a couch to be
0: able to like you know air all my. Oh yeah. jeez. <laughs> yeah. We'll just we'll keep on going and we'll do like we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll drinking oh, drink, drink <laughs> on a blanket therapy session.
3: <laughs> drinking on a couch. <laughs> drinking on a couch. Oh, see, that's perfect. <laughs> drinking on
0: a couch. I think it all started. When my mom told me my pet tortoise ran away to a farm. He's still running this day. He's still running to
3: this day. Very slow. He's about halfway there.
2: Yeah. (laughs) He's about halfway there. Oh, that's good.
3: All right.
0: Well, let's shut this thing on down. We are drinking on a blanket. We are a funky picnic podcast. Uh, Again, thank you so much for joining us uh, on Facebook Live and Instagram Live. Hello. (laughs) Goodbye. You say goodbye, I say hello, um, and yeah, subscribe to us. Uh, you can you can do that in any avenue that you uh, you know subscribe to podcast. We're not on the Google Play Store yet because I don't know how that works.
3: Um, we'll get there, but we'll
0: get there. But right now, you can definitely do it on the iTunes um, Podcast Network, which is not a network, but it, you know you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Look for us there. Drinking on a blanket, we're Funky Picnic Podcast. My name is Harper. I'm Colin and Amanda. And, hey, have a good night. Thank you so much. We love you. Goodbye.